You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to the NXT Dupont preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dadly Boys of What Culture, Michael Hanvler and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT Dupont But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review NXT Dupont but also Raw, SmackDown. AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. <laughs> we have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hanfler and Michael Sidgwick to look ahead to Dubai L tonight. How are you feeling about tonight's show? Nothing. <laughs> it's, a po- it's one of those where I will have fun over the course of this podcast. I will have perversely entertaining fun watching the show itself. Yet again, I must say... I don't feel anything for this. None of it makes an impression. None of it's good. None of it's must-see. I've got no idea how they think they're going to keep doing this on TV. I've got no idea what the future of WWE... In fact, I've got a very good idea of what the WWE future looks like. Okay? Here's what it looks like, goddammit. They are going to continue to do, um, like, part-timers in the main event picture from January to April, which is all they care about. May to December is some stuff week to week. If we get desperate, we might give you a little bit of something you like, but we'll execute it horribly anyway, <laughs> like the Big E title win. If we get kind of desperate, if Dynamite's haunting them demos a little bit, and, you know, that was kind of happening, I'll give it to Big E, people like him, and he's got the briefcase. I'm in December. Who cares about I'm in December, but for now we'll do this. They will continue to do this, except this is kind of already happening. Brock Lesnar and Goldberg replaced your Undertaker's and your rocks as part-time talents. They'll always have someone with name value who can just about go. Triple H can't go anymore. The Undertaker can't go anymore. The Rock has been told by his insurers, don't go anymore. (laughs) But Brock can go. When all of these were kind of going for a while, John Cena was still there. John Cena can now do that role and be just as valuable as um, Taker and Triple H were in those roles. In about three or four years' time, Roman Reigns will probably do, be doing the Cena, Goldberg, Lesnar role now. 
Uh, Becky Lynch could probably do that role as well. And then hopefully, in 10 years' time, if you're Vince McMahon, a Bron Breaker in 10 years' time, <laughs> can come back every January to April. And in the meantime, you're just going to have this slot on NXT 2.0 <laughs> on Raw and SmackDown, thus making it worse. But the fact that you've got like a tribal chief appearance for a quarter of the year, the, the, sh- the, the ship will continue to sail. I love, I love so much... I love a lot about this podcast, but one of the things I love so much about this specific one is that the show that is, like, by far the shallowest of all the WWE broadcast led to such a deep existential explosion of thought on WWE's past, present, and future from Cedric there that it could generate something, because it's impossible to generate a thought on the now. But all you can do is look at what is theoretically the modus operandi of NXT 2.0, which is the future. And when you look at the future, all you see is that. You see the continuing dystopia of modern-day WWE. And in the meantime, it's like, yeah, well, put all that to one side for a second, because tonight there's bright colours and mafia guys. <laughs> like, it's this... Stu- and also obviously the massive tits. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, superfluous nonsense. But where Cedric's point started is where I want mine to end. I look forward to this podcast every week. It's why this genuinely is my favourite pre- preview podcast, right? I look forward to the Raw experience of watching NXT 2.0. For the, all of these reasons, it's it's fun. It makes the most sense of all WWE shows this does. This feels like we're talking, as silly as it always sounds, this to me is us conforming to WWE's, the WWE Universe's rules. I think it's the most close to conform to on NXT 2.0 when we're talking absolute daft bollocks. Yeah, I think uh, we would always joke about them listening to these podcasts and taking notes, whether it be WWE or AEW, but this feels the closest where they <laughs> might listen to it and go, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> and I said, uh, this is my favourite preview to do. You know, Raw and SmackDown, you know, we'll have big moments and we have games and stuff on them. And AEW, yeah, we can just sit here and go, well, this will be a great match. And this will be a great match. And this will be some good booking, some nice long-term stories, don't they? Get to the games. Get to the games. Well, this is the one that gets straight to the games, straight out of the gate. Well, we're doing it tomorrow, so don't sell it too short. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can excitedly book MJF and CM Punk. But uh, can I do a funny voice for that? No. So... This is pretty much all how guards to do is so you can do a funny CM Punk voice if you want. This is pretty much how WWE got to like the All Star WrestleMania era that sort of ruined everything. Is Vince just for years being like, I'm so bored of that now. Get to the games. Get to the games. Get to the games. <laughs> get to the Rock. Get to Hogan. Get to Brock. Get to Austin. All that sort of stuff. And then WWE fell off. So let's not entirely. Okay, fair enough. Well, you know we're number. One. <laughs> what, what could possibly go wrong? We're number one. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> Tonight we do have a war, though, Michael Hamflet. It is Imperium, as we all know, Eichner, Bartel, and Gunther. I'm in mine. Roddy Strong and the Creed Brothers. This is going to be some big men slap. It's got a rule, hasn't it? It's it's got to rule. There's no way that this combination of wrestlers. I'm going to talk about rule and Imperium in the same breath. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like. Gunther's a bit lame now, but the other two Imperium lads are cracking, so it's... it's it, How's I, this happened? We've, we've traded up in, like, in terms of Imperium. <laughs> we used to have one good one, now we've got two. Just uh, don't think about how that swap occurred. So the, the leader's a bit lame. A bit short, I know it's short. But the other two lads are cracking. Um, Diamond Mine's... Diamond Mine's a weird act, right? Because I wouldn't classify it as this thing that... I love it so much that it brings NXT 2.0 credibility. I love it so much that throughout the week, I can't wait to see what the Diamond Mine get up to. But it looks like one of those acts. 
It looks and it feels like one of those acts that you'd be like, stop everything, the Creed brothers are here. Or, yeah, I know NXT 2.0 is rubbish, but Ivy Niles nails. It, it's not that, but it looks like that. It just about resembles, it's the, the pantomime horse of NXT. Is that a horse? No, it's four people in a horse outfit. <laughs> it looks quite like a horse. Like it's, it's How so, many horse outfits are you? It's normally two people in a yeah, horse outfit. Yeah. It? <laughs> That's it. It's a it's particularly convincing horse. It's got eight legs. Like the, so on that basis alone, this sort of looks like a dream match. It's it's not. It's Lamer Imperium versus like not quite good as good undisputed era. But it looks like it's gonna rule. And I just feel like elements of this will be so entertaining based on the good bits of a fairly disappointing Roderick Strong Walter match that I I've got like measured high hopes for this. I love him and I would never want him to come to harm. But is this the night we see Malcolm Bivens get chopped by what Gunther? I mean I hope so. He would love that. He would love a gift. He's the guy is so laser focused on trying to get over on social media. Unfortunately for him, he's got the wrong plot platform altogether. He, he stick Stokely Hathaway in AEW, and he's he's completely over. He's a cult hero. He's, he's grafting. I hope for his sake, he gets his chest blistered to oblivion <laughs> by Gunther. The most because Walter Roderick Strong was eh, it's three and three quarters, but who cares? I've seen the full five Walter when he was not Gunther. <laughs> When, you know, all of this made more sense. I'm most looking for... I don't care who wins or loses. That's ultimately a problem yeah. with a uh, with NXT. Um, He's a baby face. I don't know. Like I've got it, any idea. I've got yeah. no idea who I'm meant to want to win. I've got no idea who is going to win. I don't care who is going to win. I tell you what I do care about. And that is the Creed Brothers being so dumb and so hyped up and such dumb jocks... Mm athlete guys that Gunther is going to chop them. They're kind of just going to eat it. They're going to eat those chops and just punch themselves in the face. And then Gunther is just going to just keep on doing it, keep on doing it. The, 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 the mincemeat's going to appear, and eventually they're going to crumble and fall. What I've done here is I've kind of labored under the misapprehension that the Creed Brothers are Tomohiro Ishii. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They probably don't know how to sell as much. There'll probably be some quite bland stuff in this match. Uh, Until Barthel and Eichner bring it to life. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like I'd love it if they realised, right, you've got two guys here whose whole thing is they'll slap each other in the ring to get in and out of the ring as tags. They are total dumb jocks. They are just incredibly intense, but in a way that, not the Triple H intensity, the good intensity. There's <laughs> a bit of a theatre to the intensity. I just want them to just get chopped and chopped and chopped and realise, like, I need my resolve, I need my resolve, I need my adrenaline. And then it just fails them because they are simply getting chopped too mm. hard. Who wins? I don't care. I just want to see some mints. I, I mean, it would Gunther's got a bloody win. It would be quite something to change his name to Gunther and then beat him at the first attempt. So, yeah, let's do that. That sounds like diamond mine. Just for the aggro. Just for the pure... Like, the Gunther thing was the first time in ages that NXT 2.0 was in the conversation, isn't it? In terms mm. of, like, the, the yeah. next day. Um Oh, there's some good good content, some good crack off the back of that. So let's have him like get pinned. It's nice. Yeah, buy, buy a buy a Creed brother. That would be good. Diamond Mind are so weird. I I can't recall beginning to now what they've done, when it actually happened, how much they've won, how much they've lost. Like he wrestled Joe Gacy, he won that. I think they launched in the CWC. Lost I don't fifty members that have been released. It's it's such a strange <laughs> lifespan. Gunther beat Joe Gacy. Lost to Hayes. Probably won a tag here and there. I mean, Diamond might not just. 
They're not bad, um, but they're not good. No, no, no. Mm. I like everyone in it, but they're not like a strong stable in no. a storyline or anything daft like that. Uh, another match advertised for tonight, Siege, is Cora Jade versus Raquel Gonzalez. Cora Jade sort of trying to prove herself to Raquel Gonzalez so they can team up uh, in the Dusty Cup. All I can foresee in this match is one hell of a goddamn shocked face, and all I can hear in the background is Shawn Michaels. <laughs> because Cora Jade is going to roll up Raquel Gonzalez with yep. the idea being that... you're going to end that sentence with, on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to roll up on a skateboard, <laughs> put it down after one scoot, <laughs> run around the ring with it under her arm, work a uh, match with Raquel Gonzalez in which she gets kind of pummeled, um, keep fighting back, there's scope here for dreaded acting, where Raquel Gonzalez can say things to the effect of just stay down, just stay down, I'm beating you, yeah? So just stay down. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cora Jade's going to be giving it the old jukes up and I'm not, I'm still fighting for this title. <laughs> and she's going to roll up Gonzalez and Gonzalez is going to go and like have a shock kick out face. I can't believe you beat me. Guess what? You've earned my respect. <laughs> We're going to have to team up in the Dusty Cup, and that's how the tag team's formed, and I can see from a mile away, and I don't care about any of this. Uh, different results, same outcome, but I'll tell you how I've got it going down. So they have the, the same match, um, only Raquel Gonzalez wins. It's a really gutsy effort on behalf of Cora Jade, and she's, she, you can see she's earned respect, but you know you can only tell because they're telling you in 20-foot high letters with the bottom <laughs> line, Otherwise, you just wouldn't know. And uh, anyway, some heels run the ring. I don't care who. And... Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade send them packing, and that is again the like kind of the visual representation of the mutual respect that has been earned. And Raquel Gonzalez won't say to Cora Jade, "All right, let's be a team," but she goes to leave on her bike, and then Cora Jade's about to go, and Raquel looks back and says, "Nah, come with me." You back like your question mark? It's films, don't you? Back to the Future thing. Cora Jade hangs on the back of the bike on the skateboard, and they leave together, and that's the. <gasps> That's the team entrance. She leaves the NXT 2.0 dome with Cora Jade getting a backy, wheeling along behind. I thought she was just going to get on the back of the a motorbike. What's it called? Genius. Is it called skitching? Is that the name for it? The hell? I, I just pulled that 36. out in air. Right there, but yeah. Well, I'll ask you about the next thing, and then we'll we'll Google that. I was 100% in for your book. Or it's NXT, and they just call it your stupid I mean, skitch. <laughs> I, I still, I'm still convinced your booking is correct there, Sige. You get rolled up. My favorite thing about the women's Disney Cup, which means she doesn't have to tag with her. By the way, it's not like winner. You know, if I win, you have to. We have to be a tag team. It's just wow. Well, if you can pull that out in the Dusty Cup, maybe we can go all the way. All the way in what? Because the Dusty Cup doesn't exist. That I think they might have realized. Oh Christ! Yeah. What are these walks? They'll be saying you have to do a woman's one, and then they realise oh, we've got no tag teams. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have any tag teams for this, do they? They haven't no. even done a. They haven't even presented an actual. They didn't last. Match. They didn't last year, but it sort of worked out anyway. The final was dead good last year. Yeah, like we're, we're at the semis of the of the men's. We haven't even had one women's Dusty Cup match yet. Is that correct? That's right, that hasn't I think. started yet. Yeah. <laughs> Io Shirai hasn't got a partner. These goddamn she liberals that have our asses over the coals if we didn't get them this one. That's uh, that's uh, Bruce Pritchard in my face. <laughs> sure, we call the Dustin Cup. No. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, whilst I look up uh, what on earth hanging off the back of a thing with a skateboard <laughs> is, uh, I'll ask you, Michael Hanflet, can Bron Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa coexist? Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, yes, of course I can. They've earned each other's response just doing this <laughs> shit again. <laughs> yes, they can. Um... I'd, again, this is a diamond mine. I'm not sure if I like care about this or not, really. I don't know. I've got certain... It's called Skitchy. Jesus Christ. Everybody gets one. Um, like, I've got certain um, admiration for the idea that they were always going to have... So you have Tommaso Ciampa puts over Bron Breaker in a match and then continues that by teaming with him by further nods of respect and all that sort of thing. If I could buy that as being the plan all along, that would be one thing. Master Trump went to main event and dyed his beard. <laughs> he thought he was being done. And then Vincent Mann hit flush on his wrestler toilet and he swirled all the way back down at 2.0. So it's really hard for me to buy one thing when in reality I'm being sold the other. Like he really could have been the guy that would forever be the mentor of Bron Breaker and Bron Breaker would go through these various chapter points in his career and he would always and Champa would suddenly morph into like the old guy from the film. It's like, yes. what do I do to myself? And it's like Sweep the floor, Bron. And that would just that would be Champa's new role. But instead, he's the guy that dyed his beard and just wasn't really fancied on the minute. So he's back here to do more of this. I don't know. I don't know if that'll shine through more than it. When Champa lost to Breaker, he wore um like 2.0 inspired tights. It was like, no, nah, I can be the champion of this brand. And then he was it was shown that he couldn't be. So what can he be here? Other than, hey, that's old man Champa. <laughs> I don't know, it's a hard that sell. That old man Champa gives you the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be cruel, right? <laughs> hey, uh, go and go knock on old man Champa's door. Almost made it to the porch last time. <laughs> Starts carrying around a shovel like the fella from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. He's called Old Man Champ. He's old man champ now. He's old man champ. Well, my favorite. I don't mean to be cruel, right? I, I, I do. I do get the <laughs> concepts of punching up and punching down. 
and we should be making oh. jokes about Vince McMahon and not Tommaso Ciampa because the guy's career is in the balance. And yes. you know, like NXT. I'm not being funny. Like salary wise, if you're in that system for so long, you're not really setting yourself up for your future. Like the no. drastically over underpaid yes. contractors for a long, long time. So notwithstanding all that. Just think it's so funny how Tommaso Ciampa, given everything I know about him and his look, you know, he didn't want to dye his beard. <laughs> he absolutely did not want to dye his beard. It's like, Tyler Cut, I'm pretty lucky. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm six years old. So he's had to dye the beard, and then like a week later, he's like, fuck's Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. So you might as well dye your grey now. But it feels like... This is, uh, you know, one step on the road to Vengeance Day, of course, where mm. I assume we're getting Santos Escobar versus Bron Breaker. Um, <laughs> Shut up, man. You are... So do you think they, they beat Legado del Fantasma tonight? Uh, yeah. Sorry, just an incidental thing, because no one cares about this. This one here is chat. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets the games. We're nearly there. Have you been watching... Is it this time with Alan Partridge? Yeah. what it's called. Mm. I watched the first season and mm. I really liked it because it so it's Partridge. He's mm. incapable of doing anything bad. I watched a few episodes of the second, mm. and there's still some real boy poppers in there. But my main problem, there's a bit of flanderization happening with Coogan's portrayal of the Alan Partridge character, where he's enunciating words in what he perceives to be the partridge voice, but he's taken it way too far. Mm. There's certain bits of cadence and intonations and, like, whatever, where and just line readings in general where it's like, you're trying too hard to do T- A touch on the caricature side rather than yes. just Alan trying to stay young and relevant. Yes. Yeah. So it's like he's just saying these words funny, and it's like, ah, that's a funny way of pronouncing it, but you, if you measured it out a little bit more, it would work. That's what Wilborn's doing now. <laughs> every, this, this, every wrestler in this match just got a rolled R. This time with Adam Wilborn? <laughs> but you think uh, Bron Breaker and... Bron, old, Bron, Bron Breaker! Bron Breaker and uh, old, old Mad Champa get the victory. <laughs> I do, yes. I would have... Um, like the fighting? The, uh, well, it just says Legado del Fantasma. I assume the job is from Legado yeah, del Fantasma yeah. rather than Santos. It would have been... I, I think genuinely, this is why I, another reason why I think Champa has been sort of brought back in because it w- didn't work out for him on the main roster. I kind of imagine that Bron would have gone through these on his own. Mm. Anyway, they did this with um, uh, what's Cross. his friggin' name? Cross. That's the guy, him. Yeah, the Car- <laughs> another beloved figure of Vincent Man, Carrion Cross. They did that with him and Carrion Cross. Yes, and it was totally believable. So yeah, I think it's an easy win for the baby faces. And like to be fair. I've kind of missed Bron Breaker just wrestling. It's been a few weeks, and I'm keen to see Bron Breaker wreck some people. Uh, it's not all else I've advertised for the show. We'll get to the games in a second. But do you think this week, you know, we're on the road to Vengeance Day. It's a couple of weeks away. We found out last week that... Uh, <laughs> ...is the number one contender for uh, Carmelo Hayes' uh, North American Championship. Maybe not necessarily... Maybe this week sets up Trick Williams for next week for the go-home show before Vengeance Day. Possibly... Because of the timing with Vengeance Day. But if you were asking me um, to find ways to fill time on NXT 2.0, i got two words for you, and they're not Shawn Michaels catchphrases. Tits, 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 ass, 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 tits, tits, ass, ass, tits, tits, ass, ass. It's the viewership every time Toxic Attraction comes on. TFW, you're 62 years old and you've just seen Mandy Rose. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> still two seconds left on that, by the way, when we stopped it. I will it's say, so long. It's not just Mandy Rose posing by the pool when I say tits. I want more from Idris and Ophi. Oh, because I forgot about him. Yes, they were yes, some pretty please. great titties. <laughs> but yeah, um, you, I, I, would you like to see Trick Williams versus Camerograms as a build to the, the title match? Why I? Yeah. More Trick Williams. Cedric just looked at you as if... Were we talking about those wrestlers ever? I totally lie. This guy got lost. <laughs> we have got one final bullet point. But I love I've, Trick Williams. I've cleverly uh, looped this in to uh, the games. So I'll save that till the end. So which game would you like to start with? Zeitgeist Heist? Zeitgeist Heist. Let's have the Zeitgeist Heist. That is, in case people are unaware, uh, where they crowbar in a reference to something topical, usually on commentary or perhaps somewhere else. We'll find out. Lashing Sheesh. out with Lash Legend. Yes. Which is cancelled again. Not cancelled. It's it's been on hiatus it's for quite a while. Canceled. Better not be cancelled because it's my Zeitgeist Heist. Uh, oh, mine's rubbish this week. I went on at Google. It's in the news, sir. You see this? Hear about this? <laughs> uh, apparently, at a American restaurant chain, Golden Corral, <laughs> a fire broke out. <laughs> apparently, there's the fat yanks who've just got like really impatient about the cues or something. It's like, oh, goddamn, need my blood sugar increase. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the ball. <laughs> I love the. Uh, it's the most. It was like the you most heard about this. The most American <laughs> thing to have ever happened. God damn, I my burger. <laughs> Just had a fight and big mass brawls erupted in a, in, a, in a restaurant because I know the service was slow. I might make this up. Oh, I just was like five <sighs> minutes before showtime. Google trending topics, Golden Corral. God damn, it was fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Stu Bennett could say. Well, let's break it out like the Golden Corral. <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know why he's Will Ospreay. I work in the, the Imperium. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like that Golden, it's like golden Corral in here. Well, when we get them right, they're usually commentary ones, aren't they? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, we can't really track the victors of the game because anyone's listened to the commentary. <laughs> yeah, you can't always pick up what oh, the justice says on double speed. Says, you won, you won Zeitgeist Heist, did I? Just in <laughs> case there was like some kind of horrible socio-economic bent to the Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> I just, go, I don't know. Let's find out what's happening. You can... <laughs> I've seen this, you heard about this. Um, for those that don't live in the UK and wouldn't feel the need to care, uh, they may have missed a story this week. Um, a report was published, a very significant report. You've seen this? You heard about this. <laughs> I know you're going to have a little one because you yeah. bring up every single hour of the day. Tell, tell me that something's going to happen about it. It's not. For those that don't know, the uh, the Tories, the governing party, the gross conservative party of the United Kingdom, were having parties uh, in 2020 and probably 2021 when we were all locked down. A disgraceful bending, if not breaking, of the rules. Um, and it's been determined by most of the general public, if not the government and the people that can make changes themselves, that we are in need of a change of power mm. in the United Kingdom. That's the big thing coming out of this report, as does NXT 2.0. I'll tell you another Brit that, well, should have lost his job long long before he did and did, is William Regal. A general manager was never found in Ah. William Regal's absence, was it? So I think tonight, NXT 2.0 are going to reveal the findings from the Sue Gray community. (laughs) (laughs) And in that report, it's going to be acknowledged that a new general manager is going to be announced on next week's show. They love their authority figures. And that general manager... It's going to be the f***ing fiend. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, sorry. According to 
Boingboing.net. <laughs> <laughs> Reliable news source, good. Hey, it's verified on Twitter. Buffet brawl erupts after Golden Corral runs out of steak. I wasn't wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my river. That's about my river. Oh, my T-bone steak. At my porterhouse, you hear? <laughs> <laughs> I do declare that was my porterhouse. Old man Peppercorn gives me the creep. <laughs> Uh, so, as you said, uh, there hasn't been any Lash Legend on this show for a while. No. Just like getting uh, reps on 205 Live. Yep. You seen this? You heard about this? Uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan was very nearly taken off Spotify for uh, spreading misinformation. So, I think this week is the return, because it's bloody now else advertised. The return of Lash Legend. Who's Good on job that'll never happen to us, by the way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, who's on Lash Legend? Who cares? Um, but she's going to do some absolutely cracking patter, as always. Um, <laughs> including where she says uh, uh, the reason she was taken down was... Uh, the reason why she hasn't been on the show is because she's, she's been accused of spreading misinformation, just like Joe Rogan. She'll go, uh-uh, honey. You want to get truths around here? And that's my psycho. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anything for that clap, clap, snap. Yeah. Do you want to where's Wendy for this week? Yes, I do. I'm hoping it's a continuation of a theme we saw last week. Mm-hmm. And it just gives me an excuse to do the voice as well. Yeah. More stuff with Tiffany Stratton, please. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany Stratton, she's not in action this week because she lost last week. Um, but she's been doing some training. But, you know, time to go home. Um, join the show, obviously. We'll see her leaving uh, the CWC, what it's bloody called nowadays. Though the NXT 2 point. Boom! That was it. Someone said Good. it was. Um and she's uh, she's on her phone. She's on her phone. Guess she's on her phone too, Sidge. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> she's going like, oh, daddy. I had a terrible day. And then training. I ate all over. And she opens. The, well, she doesn't open the door. Obviously, she's rich. So the chauffeur opens the door to a limo. Who's bloody asleep in there? Then Wendy churn. She's going to go. Oh, daddy, it was time in my limo. And guess what? She has spilled coffee all over the ship's camera rug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's my uh, Where's Wendy for this week. Oh, I love the details. Mine's the same. If you want details, you wait till the predictor. <laughs> Mine's the same angle. Can I jump in there? Yeah. All right. It's, it's Tiffany Stratton as well. Yes. Off the back of the embarrassment of the defeat from last week, she's going to set about, she's paid a production company or, you know, Daddy has paid a prediction company to uh, make a new set of vignettes, similar to the ones where she's playing tennis, where she's was it gymnastics she was doing, yeah. all those things that she said she's the best at, just to make herself feel better. But she's insisted that it be broadcast in 2.0. Um, she had nothing to do with the editing, implication being that she's a lazy, no good, like money grabbing daughter of this fictional dad character. And uh, Wendy chooses sleeping absolutely all of the shots. <laughs> she was just on set all day. So she's like this really like amazing 4K super HD shot of her doing one of them. You know the long run-ups in the gymnastics where it's the floor exercises. Oh, flip, yeah. flip, 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 flip. And then just Wendy chooses sleep in the corner and she gets the end and she can't <laughs> finish it. Or she goes to return a shot and then on the other side of the court it's just Wendy to asleep. <laughs> Every single one she's just in there. Oh, friggin' I should have checked in the air. Right. Uh, but it's not so good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Wendy? Well, last week... But, uh, LTST is, uh, is going to develop here. Last week or the week before? It, ha- it happened, I think. I don't really know. After a loss, uh, Josh Briggs and Bruce Jensen were backstage. Oh, yeah. And mm. they were like, oh, God. 
goddamn lost again. <laughs> and then Caden Carter and uh, yeah, Casey Catanzaro are like, who gives a toss about that? <laughs> we here to party! It's like you're, you're a combat athlete. <laughs> start taking your job more seriously. You might start achieving more of your goals. You might start getting some accomplishments, but now they just want to hold out. To be, to be fair, they were also saying, who gives a toss about that? We're here to party 18 months ago when they were meant to be on lockdown. So, you know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I have said for a long time, I should just let the wrestlers be themselves. They're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> they are doing it. They are doing it. So anyway, as we know, uh, uh, Brooks Jensen was like, yeah, he's stumbling over his words. Yeah. And, uh, he's not the way with words. He's not like the very best with the ladies. And Wendy Chu was like, he likes you. And he's like, oh, I don't like you. Well, I do like you, but, you know, I yeah. not in that way. But, no, maybe after a few drinks, it's like, right, okay. Calm down, partner. <laughs> and then uh, they, they all went for a drink. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think, um, you know, some feelings have developed over the last week. Do you know it's different because you know, nothing happens to these people <laughs> in the six days between the, show, <laughs> just, the seven days it goes beep and then they get turned back on again. But now they're sort of getting turned on. Yeah. Uh, Brooks Jensen's about to see the deal. Oh. With Caden Carter. So he's uh, they've had a few drinks, got a bit tipsy, inhibitions are starting to slide. And then back in the motel room, peel back the covers. He's about <laughs> he's about to have it off. And Wendy Chu's in the motel room, bed asleep. <laughs> and Caden Carter, because, you know, the whole point of Will They Won't They is, is, a, is, is a, a series of romantic misunderstandings happen to prevent the thing that you want yeah. to happen. So Caden Carter's like, ah, so you're going to go out with her instead of me? He's like, I don't know, she just falls asleep wherever. And then she got a likely story. <laughs> and then he said, oh, it's Bruce Pritchard writing this. <laughs> so Wendy Chu goes, eh, and then just leaves. And then, like, Josh Briggs, it's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. You were so close to getting shagged. <laughs> and then Brooks Jensen's going to go, yeah, man, it's going to have to be my meat now. Not your meat. <laughs> my meat, I'm not gay or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> because they're very homophobic. Yeah, yeah. gay panic in there, lovely stuff. Uh, finally, um, normally is the Tony Daniel brick door. Uh, but I thought I'd include this as one of the bullet points because... Uh, well, can we do ours first because you're setting yeah. this up? Yeah. Right, I... What's next with Tony D'Angelo and... Well, but actually, I can summarise what you think about what's next with Tony D'Angelo and Pete Dunne. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about this rivalry. Um, I've just put whack because... <laughs> You've just written the word whack. I've just written the word whack because <laughs> it, I, I've been going to like... Castle. I'm going to press the button again. <laughs> Capo, calls an Ostro. I've, I've made it down to see lots of times on my Wikipedia mm. list of mafia glos uh, glossary. Yeah. So I decided I'll just start from the Z. Yeah, oh, bottom up. Descending. And I made it the W. You know, you try, like, you could spin it as I tried to whack me last week. Eh? Because, you know, like Brooks and Jensen. Because, <laughs> yeah, you came with a quicker back. Um, oh, <laughs> quicker back. I probably should have. <laughs> I probably should have done something cricket-related. I forgot about it. I forgot about the cricket yeah. bat. But uh, I just wore it back. Uh, and, then, <laughs> whack. and then, frankly, I put more thought into the Golden Corral bit. When you it said whack, I thought, the golden you, stuff. I thought you meant, like, walk. They were just going to have a long walk. <laughs> walk with me, Peter. Uh, walk with me, Peter. Walk with me, Peter. On the pier. Should meet some of my family. Except <laughs> for the uh, Tony D'Angelo predictor. I have also lost interest in this. <laughs> <laughs> Every element of this. 
Um, to the promo. <laughs> um, sleeping with the fishes match, but in the middle of shark infested waters, the first one to throw get thrown off the boat loses, and is never seen again on NXT 2.0 because I'm fucking sick of the pair of them. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like a sleeping with the fishes match. That's a great idea. Uh, so I've written a little promo here that they are free to use. Uh, or oh, Tony is, is free to use, I should say. Uh, he's, he's no, there's no, no Petey Pappin's uh, appearance this week. But uh, there's Tony, and obviously, like you say, he got twatted on the hand with a bat last week in his in his match against Gibber Gams. Um, so uh, Tony D'Angelo. He's I don't know, by the fucking docks or whatever, wherever he is. He's got his hand all. He's, he's maybe not not necessarily in a cast, but certainly taped up. And uh, he goes there. There's a character there. He's just in the end zone. He goes there. Uh, okay. He said, hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, <laughs> 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 right, there. Again, there. Tony D'Angelo, he says, uh, hey, uh, I had to go and see a quack because of this, huh? I had to go and see a quack to fix my busted little piggies, huh? This little piggy got broke, huh? <laughs> this little piggy got bruised, huh? This little piggy, he ain't seen none, okay? <laughs> and this little piggy, he had roast beef. But this little piggy vowed, just like Uncle Tony, to get vengeance for all the little piggies that Petey Poppins hurt. You better watch your back. You bat-waving, backstabbing little British bitch. And then he says, and I'm going to make you forget about it. <laughs> there you go. Little, uh, little thing you got broke. <laughs> <laughs> broke, bruised. Oh, I wrote it as well. I, <laughs> I know the character inside and out. You know it better than they ever will. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's know your thoughts ahead this of... This little piggy went to NXT UK and destroyed the whole goddamn brick race. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Botham, you bat-waving bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just inside, I'm hanging your goddamn head in shame, huh? <laughs> well, let's know your thoughts ahead of NXT Duper. Oh, on Twitter at WhatCulture. Hey, that's old man Smallman. WhatCulture, WWE Watch. They can follow all three of us. Uh, you can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, the Raw review is available right now, and our review of this show will be out tomorrow, of course. But for now, this has been the NXT Duper oh, oh. preview. <laughs> My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.